Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live. And today we have two very special guests, part of the Destination Fear team, Dakota Layden and Tanner Wiseman, whose brand new documentary premiered yesterday exclusively on Discovery Plus called Destination Fear Trail to Terror. Guys, thank you for being here today. It is a pleasure to talk to you. How are you guys doing? Hey, hey, thanks for having us. I'm, I'm yeah, doing great you. now. <laughs> and, and as I was telling Tanner uh, before you came on, Dakota, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm a big ghost junkie. Love watching the shows. So let's talk about Trail to Terror. Uh, I was surprised. I was gonna I, When I sat down to watch this, I thought I'd be watching a, a, a documentary in the present day that you guys were doing sort of in between seasons. And I was really shocked to see that this was sort of the lead up in 2015 to what became Destination Fear. Uh, so I want to start with Tanner. Uh, how did you get mixed up in this crazy world? Let's go back to 2014, 2015. Was it Dakota that approached you? I know you guys are lifelong friends. How did you get sucked up into this world? Yeah, you kind of hit a little bit of it. Um... You know, we have been friends since the beginning. I mean, I've been in the Layton family longer than Dakota has. So, I mean, me and Chelsea were friends uh, before Dakota was born. And I've just been friends with them for so long. Me and Dakota started doing YouTube videos for forever. And Dakota actually came up with this amazing, awesome idea. And at that time, I was working just a corporate job uh, in a cubicle, just, just got a brand new job out of college. And he calls me and goes, hey, man, I have this awesome idea. I can't really tell you too much about it, but we're going to be going to the scariest places in America five nights in a row. And that's pretty much all I can tell you. <laughs> and I go, okay, uh, so where are we going? He goes, I can't, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. That's part of the whole thing. But I need to know, are you in or are you, are you out? I was just like. Oh, dude, I'm in. I mean, I mean, like, because the thing is, is like, we have been going to scary places all of our lives. Like, that was our weekend thing to do. We wouldn't go out to parties. We wouldn't go out and just do weird things with what normal high schoolers would do. We would go out to scary buildings and just find the scariest place we can get into and just see how long we could last. So this was the next level. And Dakota was the mastermind behind it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Dakota... You know, ghost show junkies like myself uh, watching this for years. We have known you. I've known you for many years. Uh, some people may not know this, but you were part of the Ghost Adventures team. You were a cameraman, and Zach Bagans, you know, sort of mentored you. Uh, so when it came to Trail to Terror, which eventually became, you guys ended up becoming the Destination Fear team, was this your idea entirely? Did uh, uh, other people come in and help you, like Zach or anybody else, help you put this idea together? Yeah, you know, it actually wasn't. It was straight up, uh, it was through our passion. You know, before, when we did Trail to Terror, I, I had talked with the Ghost Adventures guys because me and Tanner, we had made YouTube spoofs of them, and they had followed them, and they liked them. So I had talked with them, but at this point, when we did Trail to Terror, it was just what Tanner was saying. It was our passion was urban exploring creepy places and 
we had always talked like, gosh, how fun would it be just to take a road trip one day and just go see some of these places that are on our list. And that's where it really started. And to be honest with you, I didn't tell anyone about it. It was, it was just us. It was a small close knit group of people who knew what we were about to go do. And afterwards I did send it out to people, people like Zach and Nick, I did give it to them to watch it, but that was all it was more for feedback and what they thought. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, this was really truthfully a passion project. And I know when me and Tanner and Chelsea and Colin and we all set out to do this, we had no expectations. All me and Tanner have always said like, man, like whatever, like we're, we did YouTube videos, Chelsea was in them too. And we knew like whatever we do one day, as long as there's cameras on us, it should be entertaining. Like I, we, we always do a good job just having fun. Um, but in terms of the paranormal, we had no idea what to expect. So we were fully prepared to just release this thing online. If it kind of turned out to be not as active as we had hoped, we would just release it online and let people watch it for fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, never we never thought it would turn into this big no, of a deal. It did. It did. It definitely exploded. Tanner, now trail uh, to terror, like we said, you guys spending five different nights at five very extremely haunted locations. Uh, Dakota states even back then and now that he really believes fear amplifies paranormal activity. Uh, doing the show now for a number of years, how do you feel about that theory? Do you guys, uh, Tanner, do you feel when you guys walk into a location and you are hyped up, the adrenaline is flowing, fear is flowing through you? that is what stimulates and drives the paranormal activity i mean so in the beginning i don't think any of us really knew what was going on or how when you would get scared how things would react i know when people get scared you know the hair stands up on their arms and the back of their neck and like when we first started doing them when we did this in trail to terror we didn't really know and that was our first taste of it all like when we got scared we had videotape documented that once we got scared, things started amping up. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. And I mean, it's it can't be a coincidence anymore. I mean, the second we get start, we start getting scared, things start happening. And I think we all kind of agree on the same theory is that whatever is in that building, whatever is the quote unquote haunt of that location, definitely feeds on some type of fear, some type of energy that is released when a person is scared. Absolutely. It's all about the energy. Uh, Now, Dakota, uh, did you have exclusive say in the five locations? You have had, I don't know, in 2015 if you had, but you have had prior, prior experience at these locations. So did you pick out these locations all on your own? I did. Yeah. I, you know, that was one of the hard parts was Tanner, Chelsea, like they love haunted places. That was the hard part. I'd go over to Tanner's apartment and just kind of give him a look like, Oh, I got a good one booked. Like, but it was, it was mostly um, research, a lot of research. And I think the goal of the trip too, for me was to pick five nights that progressively at least on paper, it got worse. Mm-hmm. So little did Chelsea and Tanner and Colin know that nights one and two were the warm up to three, four, and five. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was exclusively me, and it was. But they were like Tanner. You'd you'd known of some of these places, so like even in the documentary, you can tell once we get to Hillview, 
your eyes, your, your brain starts going, and you're like, "Crap, I know what this is." These places, I've heard of this. Yeah, these places are very well known in the paranormal uh, field. Now, Tanner, you guys on the show back then and now never refer to yourselves as paranormal investigators. Uh, the way I see it is, you guys are willingly placing yourselves in these situations as uh, experiments, as guinea pigs to see what kind of reaction you're going to elicit. You never go out and say, we're paranormal investigators, we're here to help your family. And I, I respect that. Uh, you guys are very upfront. You're here to, you have a theory and you're trying to prove it. What are your thoughts on that, Tanner? I mean, you almost stole the words out of my mouth. I was literally going to say like, we are not paranormal investigators. I don't think when it comes down to the history books that we are gonna be mentioned with Ed and Lorraine Warren, we're not going to be those type of people that have, you know, discovered something new. I think what it really comes down to is, yeah, we have a theory. We think that these places are scary. We're getting stories from other people that this place is haunted. So we put it to the test like, okay, what happens when you put four people in this building by themselves for the entire night? with no camera crew. I mean, we literally have no camera crew. We don't have anybody on site. We're just in there by ourselves. And we quite literally are paranormal guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. Like we just allow what happens to happen. And you know, there are some times where it takes forever for something to happen. And that's why when you see this show, you know, it's 45 minutes long, 22 minutes of it is in the overnight. And the 22 minutes are the highlight. And mm -hmm. sometimes there's times where it just is nonstop. And there's some amazing stuff that hits the editing room floor, which Dakota is the one who edits it. And he can tell you firsthand that there are some crazy stuff that happens. And oh. it, this whole situation. Yep, absolutely. Now, Dakota, I want to ask you, uh, in night five, when you guys are in that sanatorium, uh, a lot of it seemed to be residual. You guys got a lot of activity. Uh, like I was telling Tanner beforehand, that fifth night was by far the scariest night. Outside and inside, you guys were hearing uh, Native American drum beats outside, all the weird activity inside. Uh, for doing this for a number of years now, do you feel that was just the energy absorbed by the place that was just replaying itself? Or do you believe there are intelligent haunts going on at, at that place? I think it's probably a little bit of both. Um, but I would argue more residual for at least that encounter, just because with the Native American chanting and Civil War explosions and yelling, like it really... That to me was that was very much residual uh, with just the land itself. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too is with Destination Fear, we have introduced gear, but that's only because everyone's using gear. So like, well, we might as well try it too. Um, but in Trail to Terror, we didn't use gear, and so there really, if there was an intelligent haunting, I don't think it had a, as much of an opportunity to show itself, other than by making noises and, and trying to show itself in front of us. But I think it's a little bit of both. Everywhere mm -hmm. we go, you always experience. Yeah, you guys did not. Yeah, you guys did not have any tape recorders. All you had was your cameras. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Now, something. I'm going to pose this question to both of you, and I'm going to start with Tanner. Uh, something dramatic happened after night four. Chelsea, Dakota's sister, left, uh, and I don't blame her. She really had two really scary nights back to back, 
and she couldn't take it, and she left. Uh, I want to take and listen to both of you guys' different perspectives. With Tanner, I want to ask you, after Chelsea left, how did that affect the morale of the team going into the final night? I mean, the best way I can describe it is, I mean, we are a team, and we are best friends. And when you lose a member, like, it doesn't matter. It, it hurts. Like, you know, I mean, you, you have to sit somebody out or someone's, diff like, just not there anymore. The dynamic is different. I mean, we're all best friends. I mean, even Dakota's is Chelsea's brother. Uh, but we're still all everyone's a best friend. Like, we all love each other in ways that I don't think people will understand. Mm -hmm. that it's hard when someone leaves. And it's even harder to know that they left because they were super scared in a situation where we didn't realize that could happen. And when someone gets to a breaking point and a point where they cry or show any emotion, you feel for them. Like, and it, when you lose that member, it's, it's tough. It's really tough, but it, it comes down to the point you're like, we, okay, we know we need one more night. Let's try to stick together. Let's try to, you know, put it on the back burner, um, get through this. And then let's make, and I mean, right after we got done, we called Chelsea to see how she's doing. I yeah. mean, even like the, the night, the morning before and the night after we were checking up on her because it's, it's difficult. It's yeah. hard to do these things. I mean, spending the night in these places is not an easy thing. I mean, some people could try to do it and they only last like an hour or two. And mm -hmm. we actually go there for the entire night and wait for the sun to rise. And it's, it's not easy in the slightest. Now, Dakota, this is your sister. Uh, when she left, you it seemed like you felt this overwhelming sense of guilt that she sort of, when you, she picked the bowling alley uh, and she tried saying, can we re-pick? And you sort of convinced her, you know, we, we got to do it, we got to tough it out, you know, we can't be making changes. But you, you could tell by the look on your face, you felt this enormous sense of guilt. And when she did leave the next day and you, get, and you sent her back home, uh, you carried that with you. So tell us, how, how did you feel? Did, did you feel an overwhelming sense of guilt because, you know, your decisions made your sister leave before the project was over? Definitely. And looking back on it, I wish I would have just let her switch with someone and someone else could have taken the bowling alley. At the time, I was thinking all of the logistics, like people are going to call us out for this. This is supposed to be the rules and the rules of the rules. Um, but once she did, when she did quit, it was tough because that was two nights in a row where my sister is crying mm -hmm. and that wasn't the goal. That wasn't the goal it was to torture us. Was, that wasn't to make us cry. I knew we all knew what we were up getting into, what it was maybe going to happen. And, but yeah, it was a lot of guilt. Like no one likes to see their sister cry and especially when it's pretty much your fault. And so it was tough. I think I had a lot of regret, a lot of second thoughts and thank god tanner and colin were there to pump me up because i was pretty close to being done too like let's just be done like chelsea's gone this isn't really worth it anymore like this was supposed to be everyone finished together um but yeah a lot of guilt you don't no one wants to see their sister cry no. and it definitely hit hard hit really hard i loved at the end of this documentary you guys fast forwarded to six months after and you know you had time to let everything settle in, look back on the experience and reflect. I'm glad Chelsea was a part of that too. And she said a phrase that really resonates. Uh, it's like when you watch a scary movie 
and it really freaks you out and you don't ever want to watch a scary movie but a week passes and you want to watch another scary movie that really resonates you know it's just the adrenaline rush it pulls you back uh tanner you know six months afterwards when you guys were filming the, and looking back on the experience uh you know you had some comments as well even at that point did you have any idea that that documentary would lead to destination fear being created Jeez, you know that's always a an interesting question we get that a lot and when we made that documentary we had no idea i mean we literally we did one two showings at the mall of america movie theater um maybe like 150 100 people had saw it and we're just like that was awesome oh my gosh that's the coolest thing ever we got people to see our movie wow and like we started submitting it to some festivals just because we're like man we we're i mean dakota you know came up with an amazing idea he mm -hmm. edited the whole entire thing and it's a great movie like we're all very very proud of it and like if that was it if we made a good movie and those 150 people saw it, like we were happy. Yeah. We were all thought it was like success. And to say like, I knew back then that this was going to turn into a TV show that has gone a couple seasons. And this is what I do now. Like I, I wouldn't, I can't tell you that's what my thought process was. I, I, I totally believe you. Dakota, uh, after the documentary, at which point, did Discovery get involved, contact you, and say, you know what, let's try let's try doing a show. Let's call it Destination Fear, however they approached you. At what point did that happen, and was it a really lengthy process? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would love to do a whole show sometime and take people through that process because it was grueling. Yeah. There was years of doubt. Um, when the when the production ended and we were done and I had the movie done, we kind of realized this could be a really good show. Like every episode is one of the nights and we do a road trip. So I actually cut a sizzle reel together and sent it to all, all the TV people I knew. And it did get some traction for that first year. We had MTV super interested. And we for a second were like, oh, my gosh, holy crap. Like we didn't ever think this could happen and we're about to get a show. And then it didn't happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Howie Mandel's production company was in on it and they wanted to maybe do something. And it was like lots of ups and downs. But after about a year and a half of basically rejection, we just put it on the back burner and we, we all we just kept working in film and working on YouTube videos. And uh, later I was on Ghost Adventures. This is two, three years later now and about a year or two, I think a year and a half of doing Ghost Adventures, I get a call one day from the production company that originally had tried to sell this a couple of years ago, saying like, we know we don't have the rights to push this anymore, but we just got off a call with Travel Channel and they love it and they want it. And Travel Channel didn't even know I was filming for Ghost Adventures. They didn't know I was camera operator. They didn't think, they didn't put two and two together yet. Wow. That's the code of that. <laughs> and so, it turned into a there's a lot there as well that i could talk about uh but it turned into a big deal it was like crap like i this i you know I, I did my due diligence i i didn't want it to make it seem like i'm leaving ghost adventures for my own thing and we we made zach aware and he knew about the process and that was goal number one it was like we don't want it to seem like we're going behind anyone's back because yeah we didn't think this was ever gonna happen we were so over the like not over it, but we we're just oh it didn't work out we got his cool doc 
Um, so that's kind of how it went down. And then from there, it was a couple month process of figuring it out. How are we development, gonna do it? Yeah. Now, yep, development. Now, in your final days on Ghost Adventures, it really looked like Zach was grooming you to become a part of the team. Do you know, or are you allowed to say, was that the plan to uh, eventually integrate you into the Ghost Adventures team before a whole new direction opened up and uh, Destin, uh, Destination Fear became an option? And of course you chose that option. Uh, is that the way it was leaning? Because it, for me, it looked like Zach was including you very more actively in front of the camera, being a part of the investigations, putting you in the basement with a tape recorder. It really looked like he was really hyping you up to become a part of the team. And then Destination Fear came along. Uh, was, that, was that what Zach was trying to do? You know, he never he never said it specifically. Um, you know, Zach's a very methodical person with he doesn't let you know his plan. So I don't I don't know. Uh, but it did seem that way. It definitely felt like I was getting more and more introduction. And I think, you know, he definitely believed in me. And, uh, you know, Tanner and Alex were actually working on Ghost Adventures as well behind the scenes at that time. Um, and I, it did come out of nowhere. It literally was a phone call. I was, I think I just turned 21. And I, that same week, I got a call saying they want to buy Trail to Terror. And it turned into this whole, like, I definitely, you know, it wasn't ever the plan to quickly go do my own thing or anything yeah. uh so i think maybe that was what he was thinking uh hard to tell though okay tanner are you just blown away at the success of destination fear it's wild i mean it's it's so cool to actually see how many people are enjoying it uh, i mean when the documentary came out it was amazing to see like just the response of what we made in 2015 and the thing I will say is like, there was no shadow of a doubt that I knew like with Dakota being our editor, being kind of like our leader guy who has, when it comes to everything creative, it goes through him. And it's, it's like knowing that he has the most say out of everyone in this production is like, I was just like, okay, like I have a lot of faith in how this is going to go. I know this is going to be well done, well thought out and well planned. And it's going to be well executed throughout the whole process. Cause the guy, like, I don't think uh, Dakota gets enough credit for what he does for the show. I didn't know. I didn't know until today he was, he edited the documentary. I mean, that's awesome that you had such mm -hmm, yeah. a hands on in the creative process. In the end, Tanner, it's, a, it's about loving what you do. You get to work with your family uh it has to be great i mean nothing else can top that is that accurate to say yeah it's the cool it's literally the coolest thing of all time i mean i've worked a corporate job where i would drive an hour into work and an hour back home and both drives home i was saying choice words i probably can't say on this <laughs> like you know like i was not a very happy camper and the fact that i get to do this with my friends and slash i call my family is the best thing of all time. I yeah. mean, there's not a day that goes by when we're out filming that seems like torture in any type of regard. Like it is the coolest thing. It's the funnest thing. And 
it's it's just hanging out with your friends, making lifetime memories that are being recorded and shown to other people. I mean, there's been a lot of times where I see people online going like, man, I just wish I was a part of you guys' friends, friend group like this. Like, do you guys seem like you guys are just having so much fun? And Absolutely. that's because we are like when people sit, talk about our dynamic back and forth, like that's not just for the camera. That's not just because it's rolling. I mean, me, Dakota and Alex, we actually live together and that's, 24 7 how we are the entire time that is so cool we're all we're pretty much out of time but dakota i want to ask you one last question when uh destination fear got approval it was going for a season one on tv uh and you're going to your sister did you have to convince her to do the show or was she on board to do it all over again yeah you know chelsea it's similar to what she said with the horror movie thing where enough time had passed and she was she was in like a hundred percent not much convincing it was harder to get her to do trail to terror than destination fear um but yeah i think in the development stages too there was there was a lot of uh kind of going back to what tanner was saying which is like we we wanted to we wanted to make sure that we were allowed to be ourselves a hundred percent because you know we studied paranormal shows we've watched them and we know that sometimes they can be kind of one-toned mm-hmm. or it's dark the whole time and that's just not who we are. And no. We 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 just were not like that. And so there was a lot of battles with that. But Chelsea, she she wanted it, and she was very. She was probably the most jacked. Like I think she was me, Tanner, and Alex. We've got to do ghost adventures and and continue to kind of dip our toes in that creepy stuff. And so she hadn't yet. So for her, it had been a long time coming. That's awesome. You guys do a great thing. I enjoy Destination Fear tremendously. Again, guys. The documentary is called Destination Fear, Trail to Terror, released yesterday, February 24th, exclusively on Discovery+. Plus. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. want to thank Dakota Layden, Tanner Wiseman, who are part of the Destination Fear team. Guys, thank you so much. We look forward uh, to the documentary and to many more seasons of Destination Fear to come. Thank you. I want to thank our audience for tuning in, whether they're watching live or those who are going to be watching later on. On behalf of Dakota, Tanner, and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.